This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make it change today. And all business. learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. Hey everyone, welcome back. John Hallett and joined always in studio, always, I could fire him. Uh, Josh the Hammer Hammerling, <laughs> a.k.a. Sparkle Sash, is in my trusty sidekick <sighs> and podcast and social media producer. So which is it, the hammer or is it Sparkle Sash? I mean, what I like is it a call sign? or a na- I, I was called the hammer growing up a lot, but once I was given Sparkle Sash, I embraced it. Yeah, so I like the hammer. All right, we'll take it. So we're here. You know, this podcast, we talk about mentoring, learning. We talk about martial arts. Rob Maga, fitness, we talk about so much, politics. Um, we're going to focus the next couple episodes on just mentoring. Yeah. Talking about that stuff, the journey of helping people get better through Jeez, martial yeah. arts, through fitness, trying to improve their lives, and just those little things that come up. Because I, I you know, the saying, like, suck less, it's something that I always want to be humble, remind myself that I suck, train hard, you know, don't, don't back off. You know, obviously you can't go full throttle guys. Um, all the time you're going to end up hurt. You got to cycle your training and all that smart stuff. When we say go hard, it's always with a be smart. Like it's not, don't, don't injure yourself. Go barbarian. Right. I mean, how many times have we watched, you know, the levels just keep rising, keep rising, keep rising. And it's easy to go barbarian on somebody sometimes. Well, not even that. It's, It's, uh, yeah. It's just you're, you're not taking a day off. You oh, know, like oh, you're just always saying. going hard. Mm. You know, you're overtraining that mm. type of stuff. And um, you know, I want to get better. Mm. Um, I like to like always. My wife um, always pushes me, and that's what I like um, about our relationship. That I'm always trying to be better mm-hmm. um, in some degree for her, and she pushes me. As a man, all the time. Really, you guys. I love it. I, you guys have a great. She's relationship. the fireball. I may be the one that can fight. <laughs> she has a lobster claw. She's, lobster claw. She got a lobster claw. Yeah, that one. Somebody else was making fun of my New England accent. Who? Like you've only got Everybody, a few words. Derek that... does. There's a few. Yeah, but that, I didn't even try to do that lobster. That's her thing. Yeah, that's the only lobster time. Lobster claw. And it that's works her though. move. That's all. That's all she's got. Quit lobster clawing me. I mean, it, those kind of cute things are always fun in a relationship. She's a fireball, but yeah. she pushes me. Oh yeah. You know, I always want to get better. It's something I tell my daughter, and it's a big reason for my for me to do this is that you know there's something of of their dad um, outside of being at home. Sure. You know, like. A professional dad is different than the dad that's at home a lot of times. A lot of people don't ever see their parent at work. You know, I was lucky enough to work for my father and saw him professionally and then as dad as well. It was, you know, different sure. than just that, you know, it was a father-son relationship. But, um, you know, we could do a ton of things without even talking and just... Mm-hmm. You know, working sure. together as a team, building houses, but um, sometimes he had to bark orders at you, and 
that's that's totally, that's work. That's, that's the way work. it is. Right. Um, yeah. But I always want to help people. I, I you know, I think I suck. Um, you do. You know, <laughs> I do. You know, I get better. I should go back down and train some more. Um, you know, I've felt off of my training, but that's that's where you grow. I've had mm. had a couple conversations. I'm like, beginners in martial arts often give up because they think they're slowing down the class, that they stink, that this is not for them. They should just give up on this dream when that's just such an essential part of learning mm -hmm. is that failing and having bad training and, you know, trying to incorporate something else into your training, all that stuff. You know, we could go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, on but you know for me this was you know maybe it's you know i don't know how many minutes maybe i should have jumped in and got that three second teaser about what you know i really want to try to talk about on the podcast is you know is being a dad it's being mm. a divorced dad mm. it's um that you know having relationships with your kids and having those you know, kind of not go the way you want, having them kind of fall apart for whatever reason. And, you know, how to, how to navigate that on a podcast without hurting feelings, right? Without yeah. um, saying somebody, you know, um, you know, attacking their character and that type of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And then raising kids is like the hardest thing one can probably do in life. It, you know, if you look back at your martial arts journey, I'm sure it was comparatively it's different, but easier than dealing with kids because there's so much unknowns when you're dealing with, uh, like, you know, the, the, the kids that you love and, and raise, right? I, I don't have any, you know, I, I've tried it just, it's just not in the cards for me, but I mean, which would you say was harder? The, the martial arts journey or raising that little, uh, Oh, raising kids. kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, part of what we want to kind of bring on here. Some of my kid huddle ups is, you know, I joke with the kids, like, parents have two kids because they mess up the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's practice. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it stems back. I actually just, uh, I, you know, I should have screenshotted it and done something. Um, but it really stuck with me because I say it to my daughter that boys aren't smart until they're 40. <laughs> and there was another, there was another stoic quote that I, I saw and it was... Um, you know, I'm too old to know everything. Yeah. But there's another, I, the one I wanted to screenshot that I, I forget, but it had directly to do with, you know, kind of age and maturing yeah. as a man. Like, yeah. It's hard. And, you know, I think, you know, I have an estranged relationship with my son and then I have an adopted son. And, you know, the things that I did... In the divorce, even for my adopted son, I thought I was doing in his best interest. Mm. And, you know, that backfired. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I was making it easier by, you know, and not knowing teenagers as much mm. as I do now, especially mm. from the, the parental standpoint. And every kid's different um, is the other thing, yeah, especially people with one kid that they don't realize like, yeah, they're all different. Um, that I feel like he, you know, was more attached to his mom and I was making it easier for him by not mm -hmm. choosing, you know, quote the adopted, you know, father kind of thing. And, you know, it kind of seems that it turned out that, you know, that hurt him a lot and I didn't mean to do that. Um, yeah, but you can only go off of, yeah, 
what you got sure at the time yeah, yeah. you know is how smart and your wisdom uh-huh. that you have to that you know that that stage in, that in your life yeah and especially when people are young like they're kind of like f you you uh-huh. suck yeah. i know it all oh yeah we and <laughs> yeah you know those things are hard and you know it's similar um with my son that um that is you know it's kind of i feel lucky in some ways that uh um i have an adopted son a biological son and i have two stepsons and a biological daughter i mean i almost have one of everything you do so far um, i mean you can adopt me if you want to i mean i'll yeah Let's you're go. freaking capable <laughs> Uh, hey, that little zeal thing that comes into my yeah, phone yeah. every month, I'm just going to swipe away. <laughs> <laughs> You're working I've for adopt- free. <laughs> Josh is adopted. I'll get you the paperwork this afternoon. Oh, dude. let's uh, Well, let's talk you salary start- now. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> We're talking room and board, Josh. Hey, That's I, you get it. If I keep this up, I'll be living here. So... <laughs> <laughs> Adopted grown ass man. You <laughs> Can't you imagine be. the paperwork? <laughs> like the judge. You want to do what? I think I'm going to adopt you, Josh. All right, let's make, let, well, let's ask our, our fans if we should do it, and then we'll ask them ban later. Like, <laughs> should John adopt Josh? <laughs> People are going to be like, what the hell's wrong right. with Josh? <laughs> what is wrong? He's right. I'm going to start getting phone calls like, is everything okay? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with Josh? <laughs> is he struggling? <laughs> John had to adopt him. Jeez, right. what kind of right. is he? Boy, John got snowed on that one hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start by saying, what kid out there doesn't think they know everything when they're 13? Or 18. Or I did. I mean, I did the same 21. thing to my parents. Yeah. Um, so, you that, know, came back around and, you know, you. I think so many people have, there's issues with the family and people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Brothers, sisters, whatever, uncle, you know... All that type of stuff, and I kind of, I roll with it. I mean, I try. There's, you know, definitely things that have happened in my life that I'll, you know, especially close or friends. Yeah. I'll try to circle back, but sometimes it's not reciprocated. Yeah. And And like, hey, come on. For me, for my kids, can you do this? And when it's not reciprocated, it's really hard yeah. To go, especially when you're asking somebody to do something, not just for you, but for your kids in a sure. divorce scenario. You know, that stuff, friends, it's tough. It is. Um, and when you expect, like, reciprocating is, is huge in any relationship that you have. And when one side's not giving something, right, and their side can feel jolted, or yeah. at least, and that's, yeah, that's mean, always I a tough like... emotion to fight, right? I mean, and the second thing I wanted to say is I've, I think you're a great father. I think you've done fantastic things with the hand you've been dealt. So everybody needs to hear that every once in a while. You're, yeah, you can you're, only you're a good do, coach and parent. So, you know, you can only yeah. do what you think is right in the time. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of people that sometimes I'm like, um, that the divorce, like we were talking, like yeah. divorce is never an option. It's always, but I think, and even my mother said, you know, like, you know, it's, you still have to be a father, you know, yeah. kids are adaptive is one thing my mother said, Yeah, you know, and it, it's just all how the family dynamics mm-hmm. handle that and whether or not, you know, everybody handles that correctly, that things are okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see these families that they're having Christmas together. They're, you know, doing different things that it's like, okay, mm-hmm. 
for it to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, the boy's uh, dad is at our house often and it's not you're like, oh, hey, you know, I mean, he might be in there with the boys. Sure. Um, alone. And, you know, it, yeah, is it kind of weird sometimes? But now you're like, okay, hey, what's up? Yeah. Um, and, of course, like every relationship, you know, they're up and down and they're fine. But, you know, you try to get along. You know, for the kids, I think right. that's an important thing. But what's proximity like? Like being close to the kids, especially after divorce, because the further you get away, the harder I could imagine it would get. Oh, right? if you were distance wise? Yeah, distance wise. Maybe even you lived across town and stuff like that. So distance is like, yeah, that's even a the challenge. The dads that move away, I think, is really hard. Like, yeah. Like that, you know, or one parent, you know, like, I'm going to move away. Like mm. that stuff. Then you make it a you kid. Know, Miami, we're like, or... we're, we're a half mile away. Um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're not, and you know everybody's really close. It's easier. I got to imagine that. Yeah, it it's makes way life easier, especially easier. until they get their license, and um, yeah. you're like, oh, I forgot something, and it's like no big deal. Right. Like, okay, we got to run over there. But it's if only it's a town away, away yeah. it's getting to be an inconvenience. It's you know being close and yeah. that stuff um, definitely makes it easy. But you know the whole thing. It's life. You're going. Right. Am I going to be unhappy? And I think you said it. Like when people are like, well, you're you're not in those shoes to say, um, we're not. We're gonna grin and bear it. Yeah. And I think kids feel that. Oh yeah. And some people like, and then I talk to adults are like, oh, when I went off to college, my parents got divorced, and they were just staying together. And then there's that. I'm like, right. who the heck knows? That's when I like when somebody acts like they've got all the freaking answers. I'm just like back to a teenager. I'm like, screw you. The more I learn, the more um, I realize I don't know. Anything. I don't know. I say that a lot. Like my wife sometimes like, what? I'm like, know. I don't know. <laughs> it's true. I use that line too. It's like, what do you I mean? don't, you don't know. know. Like, what? you want to make a call? Okay. Well, then if I make the call, then. Shut up if it's wrong. <laughs> the choice was put on me. And that's the other piece of it. It's like when you gotta make calls on things, right? You know, that that whole And kids, it's dynamic. like when to be when to be hard, when yeah. to I do a lot. I just try to lead by example. Yeah. Um, my wife doesn't do it that way. Sure, too. Um, as much. I'm just kinda styles, like yeah. you know, I try to follow like work hard. That was, you know, kind of our family. Work hard. My mom worked hard. My dad worked hard. Like, we're going to work hard. You know, that was never like, you're going to work hard. Right. You didn't. Well, they <laughs> set the example like they, they followed. And it's like a John Whitman train the trainer, like, mm. lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, do things. So we just put out that video, uh, How to Tie Your Belt. Yeah. Um, that I re- kind of redid. Because it was. I'm like, I'm not going to shove it down your throat. How rigid are we going to be with this uniform? And it's like the military, the shirt stays. And, you know, like how perfect everything is. But how I presented myself in my uniform didn't really seem to catch on. Hmm. And when we did that point of view, because somebody didn't like our video, they said it sucked. And I took the criticism. I'm like, maybe we can do point of view. And he... I'm going to do better is what you said. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Like, you didn't learn anything. I think the rest of us like, sure, you've already done this. John, why are we doing this again? (laughs) How about putting, hey, could you do a different angle? Like, I learned nothing. Right. But I'm like, all right, we took that and, you know, we kind of square yourself away in how you present yourself. Mm -hmm. 
And does that follow through? And I'm like, you know, I guess it was one thing. There's a few people maybe, but just having that Krav Maga t-shirt, it's not a Dobok from Taekwondo. It's not a Gi from uh, Japanese martial arts. I'm like, it's a t-shirt. It looks stupid untucked in my opinion. So <laughs> tuck it away. I mean, we, I'm we like the girls. I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yoga pants might be tougher, but I was looking <laughs> at the girls this morning cause it was, there was a bunch of girls in the class and I'm yeah. like, all right, I don't think it looks as bad as the guys. I kind of yeah. think it looks like a little dress or a little, I don't know. It's like having a I'm little, I'm supposed to hide my gut when I'm out there now. Did you just freaking say that to me? Yeah. Did you just say to me? Boy, did that set you off. supposed to hide my gut? Well, yeah. there's some well Insta- yes, how am I? There's some Instagram crap out there for the dad bod t-shirt. How about you eat right? You stop being a jerk I'm not to doing all this exercise to diet. Yeah, it's not a diet, Josh. It's how you eat. It is. Stop it is. calling it's true. it a diet. It's how I eat as a freaking warrior. <sighs> I'm going to fuel the machine. Yeah. And I'm going to get better every day. Yeah, I've gotten I'm better. I'm not going to get clothes <laughs> to hide my gut. You don't want to get those fancy t-shirts that are like man-shaped now? Have you seen those ads where like, yes. get the t-shirt that hides your gut? That's what I was gut. talking about. And I just see those and I'm like, because I feel like I've lost a lot of weight. You have. You're doing and great. it's like, now that I see what I can do personally, I'm like, I don't really need clothes like that right like if i do this right eventually the shape will happen yeah it's gonna happen right and as you work and yeah it's not gonna happen overnight no people didn't gain 20 40 whatever pounds right. if that didn't happen overnight yeah you go when was the last time i was a whatever you were a, a size 34 in high yeah. school how many decades has that been for a lot of us? Right. It's Carrying gonna take some weight. freaking hard. It's not gonna take six months, and it's not mm-hmm. gonna take a year. You're gonna make progress in that time, but you're yeah. not gonna be all of a sudden there. Right. And I don't think cutting corners is the way to go. I'm like, put in the effort, put in the effort, start eating. And when you diet right, it's like it sheds off pretty quick. You'd be surprised how much weight you can actually lose when you. Follow the workout regimen that you set and then just clean up 80% of that diet. 20% of your diet, like you said, can make big differences. But when yeah. you... Like, 80, 20 is I one rule a lot of people anymore. use. Like yeah. 80, 20. 90, yeah. 10 is right. even better. A like clean change. Yeah. And it has big, big, big uh, impact on yeah. what I've done. I mean, just cleaning up some of the stuff. You know, uh, not having a sweet creamer in my coffee. Right? Those were just empty calories. Yeah, you don't need it. You're like, do I need this? I, you know, I've talked about eliminating. I started drinking coffee Mm. because working for my father, Mm. you didn't get coffee break if you had soda. (laughs) (laughs) But he'd have a cup of coffee with you. You got hazed. I remember when I like started working for him out of high school. All right, coffee break. Well, oh, like I don't even know what I'm like. I don't even drink coffee. (laughs) And they were like, no. (laughs) <laughs> no you can keep working yeah this is coffee break right so i said of course right you're like new coffee drinker and you're putting two sugars in or more yeah. but Sweeten when i up. and cream i was able to take out the cream but obviously yeah. the sugars were you know is the freaking crack mm-hmm. and I, I got delicious. to the point where i was like oh, this is stupid yeah i'm like now i feel it like i said to myself i'm like oh my gosh this is like heroin or something 
It's a little like, ghost. I'm like, you don't need it. Why are you like slowly trying yeah. to do like, you know, one and a half teaspoons, one right. teaspoon? Like, how ridiculous is it? You kind of got to go cold turkey on some of it. And yeah, just some stop. of it. Like, I did. I mean, I slowly eased off. Like, mm-hmm. my wife's like, just eliminate it. And I'm like, whichever yeah, one I, freaking works I for you. Like, like, sometimes I think, <laughs> just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, that's with a lot of things. But you're like, hey, you've got an addiction. Right. So how do people take that information? You know, because we were talking about mentoring, and then when they come into the gym, you start telling them these these changes I got to make. Do people accept it right away, or do they resist? Or, I mean, are you in a constant mode of just telling them to? Like, I think stop? coaching is a lot like parenting. Yeah. That you're saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, you find like, hey, I'm going to tell this story again. Hey, we're going to talk about this technique again. Um, that's where I think you know quizzing. Mm. classes is really good like go back and quiz them instead of you saying um hey on an inside defense keep your hand over your elbow your head's going your hands going forward and across and your head's coming off line having them tell me the points of it tell me what i'm doing right coach me through this yeah those little quizzing because you could say it say it but they don't hear it sometimes or they disconnect sure um you know, you keep, keep trying to set the example. I, I did it um, in my little preschool class the other day. Really? That they were goofified. Um, one of my girls, like, I love her dad. I'm like, stop being such a hardcore Marine. She's fine. Like, she's having fun. Like, yeah. that, I mean, to stay focused in the preschool kindergarten group. It's like, just, whatever. Yeah, it's the intro. But yeah. I was trying to get them just, you know, like, throw a... F- Left straight and move. You're like bursting in, throwing a left straight. You know, your whole push and step movement. And they were, it was just two of them, kind of back to school week. Um, yeah. Classes yeah. are off. And uh, I, you know, they're goofing off. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to film you guys. And then yeah. I went, I, hey, maybe it's me. Yeah. Maybe I'm showing you guys the wrong thing. I'm trying to coach you. I really want you to learn this technique. Maybe it's me. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I stink. I don't know. Here, this little guy, I'm like, here, hold the camera. I want you to film me. All right. Film. Okay. Now, like you go. All right. Let's look at it. And yeah. I'm like, do I look okay? And of course they're like, I think they're, they critique you that they're like, that's terrible. I'm like, do I like I look like you guys? But you know, one of them was able to focus. A little bit older yeah. boy was able to focus, and he cleaned up his technique seeing it. Wow. But also going, "Hey, am I doing it wrong?" It's like parents yeah. asking their kids to do stuff, yeah. and they're smoking or they're eating like, like crap. Yeah, they're forty pounds overweight, but they want you, you to do a sport, Josh. I know I've seen that happen. You need a lot. to get into an activity. You need to get into an activity. Well, how about lead by example, parents? That's a great way that they see you. Mm-hmm. They're role modeling you. Monkey see, monkey you do. do. I, like I don't push the light. My daughter. She's like going to the gym. She's like, I don't push her to do that. You know, she had um, the pain of she's rides horses. 
She doesn't like mm. those freaking the leases on that. I'm like, I cannot <sighs> afford that. My ex has done a great job over the years of trying to find her horses that she can work with or different barns. And um, I'm sorry, the horse culture is. Oh my gosh! Wow, really um, expensive. Some of the people in that might be a little horse crazy. Um, <laughs> I've, I've met, but you know, mm. she's run up against everything where you feel like, oh my god, I think the owner of this barn's an alcoholic. I mean, she's had a lot of good life lessons through there, but like yeah. losing that horse and not being able to ride is, you know, really oh, crushes you. Yeah. Tough on her, yeah. but you're like, as a parent, you're like good like that stuff sucks yeah but it's learned you learn that um but she hits the gym i don't push her to go to the gym we set the example example. yeah but you know that pain of losing the horse is like probably similar or you know whatever um she might get all teenage uh girl on me and no it's not but i remember the last football game i played in Mm. Um, and I knew I wasn't, you know, I maybe could go out for the team if I decided I was like back and forth of, I wanted to be a football coach and going to college for that. Or I really loved carpentry and wanted to be a general contractor like my father. And that's what I decided to do and became a contractor, um, in the state of Massachusetts. And that was one thing like just kind of not letting that renew, Mm. And not have, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to renew it. Wow. I'm like, this gym thing's going to... So you made that choice. You were like, like I'm going for like, it. You know, you're like, well, I have this. Like, mm. could I keep it? Could you fall back and move back home? <laughs> um, kind of thing. I'm like, always... I'm letting this thing expire. Right. Um, I don't want to take that test again. <laughs> but right. uh, if I do, like, I'm going to have to take that test again. But I knew... That was the last football game. I loved football. I had mm. so many life lessons in that. Like I'm, I'm. We're in the end zone. I'm gonna forget. We were at BU somewhere, Boston University. Yeah. I forget where we were. We were playing for our for our Super Bowl, and I remember just being um, the freaking. You watch that game. You think we're gonna win. You think we're gonna come back. And like had a bunch of things. I know my buddy Pete that. I've reconnected to, with um, via kind of the podcast and Coach Thomas and a couple guys getting back into it. You know, he freaking dropped a pass. That shit happens, man. And I know, I know he had the freaking weight. And you're just like, yeah, I fucking missed a block. I missed a tackle. Like, that shit happens. When you're in those key positions, everybody sees you. Yeah. But that was, in, that was just one freaking stinking play. Yeah. But, you know, you think we're coming back. And we and we were they were a bigger school by a ton. Mm. Um, they had so many. I think they had fifteen hundred boys. I think we had we had like thirty seniors in the Whole in the school. class. Yeah, in the class to draw from. Right. Wow. So there wasn't even thirty seniors on the team. Yeah. That was we had thirty boys in our senior class. But Chris That's and cool. I are like crying. Yeah. In the ends that like we didn't want to leave the field. Yeah. And we're together. Um, and you're like, this is it. And now I mm. certainly hope my daughter, I'm like, I'm not going to go. I mean, you could play, pick up, you know, basketball, football. Mm. Like there's all those has been sports that I'm like, I'm going to take up a new sport like martial arts. Right. Pickleball. Um, but who, yeah, I mean, it was tough. And then 
you know, there's some stuff with the underclassmen. Yeah. Um, and I remember, because uh, uh, I, I think, it, I guess it I was that game. I could be wrong. Um, Fred Tilton, as uh, Coach Thomas was saying, knows all the plays. I think one of the juniors might have not been in on defense. I might have think we might have been playing with 11 guys, which that was the rest of our freaking faults. Like, nobody freaking picked it up. Um, I was just a dumb lineman, so, like, my nose was in the dirt. So Yeah. <laughs> I should have. I, like, <laughs> I really tried to lead um, yeah. as much as I could, even though we had different captains and, you know, um, in those middle linebacker positions. But I'm like, I had not a freaking clue. Like, I was getting the shit kicked out of me being 185 pounds, and these dudes were freaking big. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I was fast, so that's what that's how I played line and that's what our coaches needed. And right. I'm a team player. So I'm like, all right, I just I'm just on the team. Yeah. I don't want to sit on the bench. Tell right. me what position to play. I'll freaking do it. I'll block all day. Um, but we went back in that locker room finally. And there were some juniors, um, saying that they were going to be back next year. Yeah. And, uh, I may have tried to fight them. <laughs> i've never seen you fight john um i was freaking pissed i'm like leave it all on the field like you're in yeah. there talking about next year yeah and yeah maybe that was the time for them but yeah man i don't think they left it all on the field and guess what they weren't so leave it all on the field today yeah you know you don't know if you're gonna get hurt like my friend d you know, gets into a car accident. I mean, he could have been easy Division One um, halfback. And he yeah. was freaking phenomenal. But you don't know. I mean, he ended up playing, but he wasn't 100% ever. Yeah. Again, it's like, you know, leave it all in the field. Like when you're parenting and all that stuff, you're trying to do the best you can. It's mm-hmm. where I, I changed my screensaver. Um and I put Memento Mori after we were talking about it. My wife's like, what are you just, I was showing her, um, our, one of our hobbies is real estate. And I was showing her some property in an undisclosed location in Philadelphia. Um, that's a great place to check out if you're looking to move. Um, or Colorado. There's tons of people here. Um, if you're looking to move, I'm not going to spread where I'm going, Josh. Um, okay. I don't want anybody to move there. No. <laughs> Nantucket no. Island. I don't. Um, but- but we were checking out real estate. She said, what is that? Are you all on this kick too? Because one of her friends has that tattoo. And I'm like, no, I'm not talking to her. And that's, I'm like, I've been saying not that, but my own. I like it because like, you don't know what it is if you don't know the Latin. I wouldn't know known what it is if I just read it. Like, hey, yeah, what, what is, is that? Again? Memento Mori. But to put live or die, like I've been saying live or die yeah. for decades now to myself. Yeah. Live or die, live or die, live or die. Um, especially I don't know on the floor when I'm sparring. If I'm going to go, if you're an instructor training and you want to clear your mind, it's leave it all on the on the table. Mm-hmm. Live or die. Like, give it your best. And yeah. uh, she's like, you're jumping on the train. I'm like, no, I've been on the train for a long time. Right. I'm the conductor. But, Let's go. <laughs> no way. I suck. There's so many. I mean, you start to look at... God, the um, Marcus Aurelius and his life, it's crazy um, what what his life was. But, you know, when you're learning, you're just learning as a parent. And I think sometimes people are way too hard on themselves and they, 
oh, I screwed it up. And all you can do is go back and you screw up and you try to, you try to fix it. You try to do whatever you can. But in different stages of your life, you're going, this is the knowledge I had. Right. This is what I was going off of. I was trying to do what I thought was right in the moment. Yeah. And that's, you know, one part that I miss my, you know, son and my adopted son, Jacob. He's my son, but, you know, I've got a, you know, stepsons. Mm -hmm. Don't get all confused of who the heck is who is the only reason why I'm saying an adopted son. Um, just so, like... Clarifies. What if clarify for Clarifies. the people that um, for the audience are here? Um, it's nothing against him. I, you know, I learned a tremendous amount. I mean, again, have like I made tons of mistakes being that adopted dad. Like you don't, you you don't, yeah, know what the heck you're doing. I mean, I it was hard because he was in my Taekwondo class. Mm. Um, is where it came back around. I had dated his mom he was just a baby and like came all back around that, you know, small town Nantucket and like, Oh, I think I should get him in your class. And yeah. And then we reconnected, whatever. Um, but I was still, um, you know, sometimes trying to be the martial arts instructor, but you're in the dad role and just trying to navigate that. That, It's all a freaking learning switches, right? That's my wife's like, you're not like, yeah, no, I am not like how I coach. I'm an introvert. I don't want to talk. I don't yeah, I don't want to do this podcast. You know, I had to listen to hype music to do it. And even, you know, I've only been close to crying once um, on it. Even if I, if my eye looks messed up, uh, I did get my eye, thumb in my eye. Cause yeah, you got to find better training sash. partners. <laughs> no, and that, like, shit happens when you're training. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, shit happens. It freaking hurts. Shit happens. As long as we all kind of walk away with teeth and eyes still, that's what yeah, I Yeah, I mean, you're going to take your bumps and bruises and that type of stuff. Or, you know, even uh, Bill got a good groin shot on me today because he's, oh, so I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm going to try to get a groin Boy, shot yeah. on you. Yeah. Well, he tagged me too, and I was like, oh. I'm like, oh, okay. This kind of hurts. <laughs> eye for an eye. Right. So to speak. Well, that's the biggest thing. Like when it, I'm sparring with you and I, I end up doing something, right? And those, those those moments happen. I'm like, oh no, he's going to come at me now, right? Like the oh, next you one. You want to go like, that hard? Okay. Yeah, that's that exactly. You're going that hard. And I'm like, no, oh. it just worked. It just worked. <laughs> it just worked. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> yeah, something like amped up the amplitude and, you know, learning how to spar is and, a huge learning curve. Yeah, it so, is. I mean, I that's, why I'm always, like, some that's why you're mentoring belts. me on that, right? I mean, it's it's a constant... Yeah, it's my upper belts. I said, slow like, it down, slow said it, it down. this morning. Of like, yeah, you can't crush a beginner. Like, let them get some shots sure, in. Right. And they're not going to want to come back. If you're just beating them down. Right. Uh, but it's, it's a learning curve. Just like being a parent, it's a learning curve. And you're trying right. to go through things... And hey, I screwed up. Okay. I yelled. I did whatever. That stuff happens. And, you know, you say something or you, you know, you do something that they don't like. Mm. And, you know, they're going to pull away and different things. And even for myself personally, I think my parents, um, the girlfriend I had at the time was a good learning curve. But I think they felt like the decision was not to go to college because of her hmm. and was it maybe an easier out 
probably of going, no, I'm going against the norm of giving it a, a shit ton of thought. Oh, God, yeah. That it wasn't for her, it was maybe more of an easy excuse that I went like, no, I want to be a carpenter. I really enjoy building things. Yeah, I want to follow my dad's footsteps. You know, that changed because I always wanted to be a coach when I found mm-hmm. martial arts and, yeah. you know, ending up on this road here. Um, but I still miss it. And, you know, God, people change careers all the time. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they were hard on me and there was different things where I pulled away on them. Even to the point where my dad was like, because when I was right out, I was working for Cape Cod Express delivery company, mm-hmm. delivering, you know, we had our beer runs to the many restaurants and bars on Nantucket, you know, especially in the summertime. And, and you're delivering, you know, hot tubs and whatever All else comes on the ferry yeah. that people are having shipped over um, that my dad wasn't going to hire me. Really? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, uh, he was like, yeah, no, like, I'm not hiring you. Um, and I was like pulling away a little, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not. I just don't see the path. Like, I didn't yeah. see college. It just didn't. Yeah. It didn't. I didn't. I just kept going. I don't know if I just want to be um, a PE instructor and a coach. And yeah. is that, I really, I don't want to do the PE coach kind of thing. And like, how are you going to survive as just, you know, getting into becoming a football coach? And, I just didn't see that journey and maybe, you know, hey, maybe if you took the other path and you met whatever, you ended up being a college, you know, quarterback coach or something. Who knows? It's that whole, I go, like my mom talked me out of the military. Mine did Um, too. I should have joined. And And I'm like, that's one, I'm like, maybe, I don't regret it because I'm here, but it's one that it could be a year. I kind of go, where, where would I be? Yeah. You know, especially in the, where we are, in this um, industry, you immediately get more cred if you're military. Absolutely. And there's people that have faked the cred and have faked special for, you know, there's all those people. It's like people fake, you know, BJJ black belts and they're harder and harder with the internet, but people Mm -hmm. do those things. But, you know, I'm like, ah, where would the journey have gone if I were in the military? Yeah, and it's assuming that you would have survived the military. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you could have been dead. Yeah, you're like... Who knows? Right. Um, especially my personality. Um, <laughs> but I was saying, you know, my dad was going to hire me until I went, hey, who's a good contractor I can go work for? Uh, and uh, um, I named a cut, like, of course, you know, he like, he's really, he had a really good reputation, fantastic builder, and really worked hard, was never one of these guys that milked a job and different things. So I named like two. 7 a.m. or I guess maybe it was probably 7:30. So when uh like 7:30, be on this street, have your tool belt ready to go. <laughs> so that's when he. So you started looking around, and that's when he was finally like, I wasn't even looking around. I just asked him who I should go work for. <laughs> and then that that's what kicked it in. And him. I probably you know I mean I th- I would have sure, but. You know, he, of course, he wanted to teach me and sure, train you the right and, way. And, like, you're not going to go work for those guys. You're, right. You're not going to be a as bunch good. Of jackasses. <laughs> like, you know, um, so he was like, all right, 7 30 tomorrow. Well, 
It sounds like your dad sat there and eventually mentored you through a whole bunch of all of Yeah, that, and right? even like yeah. knowing, um, you know, when that girlfriend, like, you know, she was going to go to Florida for a while. And, you know, like this whole thing you of knowing, things like, for I love think my dad's like, young. he's like, I knew you were going to get kicked in the teeth because it, it turned out that, oh, yeah, I've been talking to this guy, this friend, uh, you know, her girlfriend's brother. And she's moving down to Florida, move in with him. And you're like, my dad's like, I knew it was going to happen. Knew you're, you know, hate to see you get kicked in the teeth, but sometimes you got to get kicked in the, the teeth, teeth. Yeah. to realize that you're wrong. That's one thing I, I hope with my sons that, hey, I could die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'd love to have a relationship back, you know, try to text or leave voicemails, like occasionally yeah. kind of thing. It's doing those things and going hopefully they realize there's two sides of the story whatever and all this stuff like how we talked about not hurting feelings not um what was the word uh kicking people in the teeth no. um <laughs> you know destroying you know uh defamation character you know of like yeah. saying something that's going to get somebody upset yeah. i don't want to upset anybody it's more feelings. my my learning that i've messed up at different points it's like you know maybe you know whatever i did you know i've you know there's been conversations that were hypothetical that were taking the wrong way right and then somebody runs with it and that i just you know there's two sides of the story i was always just trying to do what i thought was the right thing um, it's easy to hold a grudge when you're young, but you don't realize that when you're young, you're in the stage of life where life gives you stuff and you get lots of it, right? Yeah. Whatever that may be, life, love, children, career. As yeah. you get in the second half of your life, you realize that life takes, takes away at that point. Yeah. That's, like, that's where I time? learned to like, stop, stop carrying the grudge, right? How many, yeah. How so, much time you have? Great app. So it, you know, stop holding that grudge, you know? There's nothing out there that's so horrible. Usually there's nothing out there that's so horrible you can't just talk to that person. Most most problems are created by us so they can be solved by us, whether that be in our relationships or life anywhere. So yeah. it's just... You get you that? Know, what is that? Can you see that? I can't see. Kind of. Maybe the viewers can. I can't. Uh, what is that? Can the camera see it? What is that? 57% say? Yeah. 50% of the way there. For your life? Yeah. yeah. 50% of the way there. And you start putting those in there. You're like, um, and you look at those like weeks to go mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, right. It's a countdown at this point. You know, you can't wait to get to things when you're young, but once you get older, you can't wait for them to slow down because it starts coming so fast. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I think, um, my wife's like, you, you know, I'm going to cut off people that I don't have time for. It's like what Bill says, um, tending his garden and that isn't what is he what's the word used like oh, i'm not going to go do that because it's taking away from this or yeah. something like what like prioritizing sometimes i'm like i don't have time to listen to josh's bullshit he, i'm just cutting like this guy's just weighing me down mm-hmm. he doesn't offer anything to my life nope he gives me no good advice no good coaching nothing None, no no good coaching yeah he rolls the video and gets yeah. me in all sorts of compromised positions. I say hit it all the time. I'm like, go, 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 go. Uh, you know, he's got me. I'm, I can't stand I'm only one doing this podcast because he's got me hostage. All the video he's got right. on me. Believe it or not, I'm actually holding a gun on it. No, I, 
But uh, this. <laughs> where was I going before? I don't know. We're making fun of me. We're making fun <laughs> of you. Um, can't like cutting people out. Yeah. Like I don't have time. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, what, babe? I don't have time for this guy's bullshit. Right. I don't. I don't need people. Like I'll try to be cordial, but really, yeah. I have zero time for you. Yeah. Now, if it's a family member, I'll try to get back, and maybe. Yeah. Like I think it's I I think it's funny and I don't think it's their fault, um, but you know I don't I'm not gonna hold a grudge on it where you could and be like I'm like just move on mm-hmm. that a couple Christmases ago um, I got COVID and the other half of the family freaked out because they were really affected by everything sure. and they wanted us to leave. So now you're like, we spent a ton of money to go to Florida. And kind of was like, it's part of their, you know, taking the kids to spend a week on the, on the beach. And now we're going home. And uh, I'm just like, whatever. You know, I'm like, you know, um, could I hold a grudge on that? But I'm like, it's family. It's just, They're going to be pissed yeah. off. I, I think it's funny at this point. I yeah. laugh about well, there it. There was a lot of fear at the time about it. There was, there was lot, so much fear. I mean, and the whole time I thought um, it was stupid. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, this this whole thing, the whole woke culture, it's a whole bunch of things like, that I just, it, I'm fed up with it. Mm. And it's like, speak up. Now, like I am done with all this cancel call, all of it. The the fear of guns. It's like AR-15 is used in less like, you know, follow Coley and Noir where these people don't freaking listen. Uh, Warrior Poet has got a good one out. Uh, he's out on the street. I've never seen him out on the street and he's asking people, what do you think? And a lot of people, do you trust the government? No. Who should be in charge of guns? The government. Do you trust them? No. no. Well, I think that about, well, what if it's the opposite party? Do you think, do you try, like, do you want them? Like, no, there, there's people out there. There's, they're pushing communism. I'm sorry. You'd be like, oh, it's there. They want to take your guns and they want more and more power. And if you look back in history, unarm the populace. What does the government got? Full control. I don't trust any of them. Republicans, Democrats. It goes back to you guys heard it before. I think they should be limited. They should not be any career politicians whatsoever. People should serve their country. Thank you very much. And get out and get out into the public sector. But the fear that's out there, the woke culture. I just saw a Calvin Klein meme. I don't know if it was real, but it probably should be of like 1990, whatever. And hot guy and girl in underwear. And then who? What they showed 2023, you're like, I'm sorry. Um, Those undies aren't hiding your gut. But... You're unhealthy. Take care of yourself. We're just... They're tuck friendly. <laughs> it's just these people like a going, on in there. <laughs> hey, it's good for you to be fat. It's good for you yeah. to be like, hey, let's support it's you. It's body positivity, like, the, John. Yeah, it's bullshit. Let's just call it what it is. It's all bullshit because they want you weak. They want you like to listen. They want you sick and on freaking pain and drugs and other stuff that pharmaceutical companies like they're gonna snipe me because they suck um insurance companies like all of this stuff or like this country needs to be fixed and none of them want to fix it because it's power and money 
and they've got too much of both. They're elitist. F you. Fix it. If you're not fixing the country, you're out. These people are just getting rich. I mean, we could, like, it's our conversation the other day of, like, I think I calculated it with my daughter. Um, If we find people, how much money we'd make, and your plan's going to rip apart families that have, that they're illegal, but their kids are legal. I'm like, just make them pay a fine, Josh. No, let's send them all back. I'm like, make them pay a fine. No. I think my I think my plan would get more votes. We get the buses out, the big ones with the bars, then we You're get a whole group of right. I'm going to stick to it. I mean, I've got You're going to get point. some commandos. <laughs> right. We're going to round well, them I mean, up. Yeah, like, we're going to the fence FBI them all in. Any... Like, it's ridiculous. Like, right. let's just move on. I mean, now, we've got to close the border after that, Josh. I'm not like... I think it should like, be closed right now, but Mallorca says it's it's closed, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, you know, it is a country. All these other... You know, it, it's just a bunch of BS. And yeah. you got to call it the way it is, I think, these days. And if we're not calling it out... And I, it's another thing in this podcast. I am going to take a minute to go, that stuff's crap. You're going to tax these, like, I don't know how many a dozen or two dozen Democrats want to tax AR-15s and any other assault rifle, like a thousand percent. percent. That, you know, I think it was Colleen Noir has a great, great podcast or great YouTube social media post on it of going, you're like, you may be able to afford that, but the common guy can't. 500 bucks is a lot of money. money. Yeah. And you're just... You're just pricing it out. So who can afford that AR-15? Only the, the elite mother effort. Yeah. Like, and some of those guys are great. Like, there are some people with freaking money that are, that are awesome. great. Again, it's just like, there's a percentage of everything. Like, there's a, I'm, I'm going to forget the guy's name, but he is on, um, whose podcast? The Power you can only listen evil. to, uh, it's, uh. Keep talking. Don't stop. Keep talking. Keep, keep talking. talking. Yeah, Josh. you got to do it. I mean, you got to be able to look and talk at the same time because, like, if, if we go silent, everybody stares oh, at the, their radio. The uh, the Sean Ryan show. Sean I'm going to forget which Eli Crane, episode 67, Inside Congress. It's got to be. I listened to a bit of it. Um, still haven't finished it because I can only listen to so much in a given day um, Yeah. in there. But it sounded like a guy that was trying to do right. There are people in there. That are trying to fix it, but again, how long is it you, until you get you start making like little? Oh, I'm going to give up just a little bit of this. I'm going to give up a little bit of that to try to keep people in. It's like how hard of a uh, instructor can you be and pushing people? How hard's too hard? Where you you're not going to make a living at it because you're pushing people too far. You know, that that's easy to do um, of just having, you know, the one percenters in your gym. That's really hard in a lot of demographics mm-hmm. to make an actual living off yeah. of one percent of you the people out there like that might be interested do it. in your, you know, your given uh, martial art. But it's all a learning. It's all a learning process, mm-hmm. you know. I have, you know, have people even, it's like Bill. I love talking to Bill, having other mentors, having friends like yourself that push you, that make you look at things differently. We're all just learning. 
we all, all just time. suck and we're just trying to suck a little less until we die yeah and try to be as good as you can you know every day and that can be a hard thing to say you know how did i do today yeah you yeah. know did i do could i have done better i constantly you know as an introvert said i could have said this to my daughter we could have had but for some people like my wife like it's easy it's not easy for me um to talk it's i'm an introvert yeah it, it's really tough for me yeah um to get the stuff out to get the stuff out you know you say it here like guys are dumb all yeah. they want to do is hook up with you um we i still just want to hook up with my wife like young kids like young boys yeah they, they want to do that so but i don't know not... i'm like 51 too yeah i don't know maybe it's because i'm healthy yeah I'm just tired. Right? You have a good sex drive. Right. I don't know. But yeah. like guys are that way where um, a buddy of mine, and I used to joke around. I'm like, you're fucking ugly. But man, he's got six. If kids. I get divorced <laughs> now, I'm like, we're like, dude, it might just worry more. We can hunt. Like maybe I just freaking yeah. hang out with you. Right. Like joke. Like you got to find something. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get married again. God, girls are difficult. Um, Relationships are hard. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. A marriage takes a lot of work. And you know, as Bill says, tend that garden. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. hey, guys, if you're looking to get better, you know, check out Prestige Labs. It's fantastic stuff. I know there's a lot of choices out there. So check it out. That'll help support the podcast. The Clear Sky Defender um, will be in hand and being shipped out really soon now from Dagger and Knot. USA made you guys want something made in the USA something we're trying to support here as much as we can so check out clear sky hyphen online check out clear sky dot training for online technique and that's our training portal there so check that stuff out guys it is a work in progress just like this podcast because I kind of suck at it so share it out there um, any critiques um, send them to Josh don't send them to me because you know that sucks. You can reach me at john at rmsdf.com. Then I'm going to read it, Josh. Send it to info at rmsdf.com. So